That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives or other people's lives. (laughs) Now, whether you're new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your Weekly Review yet, Hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm James Dempsey, and with me as always is my good friend and goes Gene McDonald. Hi, Gene. How are you doing today, and have you done your weekly review? Hey, James. I'm doing pretty good. Um, I have not done my weekly review, and not even a little meow. Um, I I just didn't. I'm I'm... I'm done making excuses for things, so I'm just, that's what it is. How about you, James? Um, I am, I've kind of done a weekly review. Oh, good. I've looked, I've looked through some of my projects, but um, I also took a little overnight trip down to Disneyland mm. to go to the Oogie Boogie Bash, which was a lot of fun. Um, so I'm a little, a little, like I kind of did the scan, but mm-hmm. I think tomorrow will be a more, a fuller review. Cause I know there are, there are things I need to update cause stuff has happened. Stuff has changed Ooh. all, all good. So that's good. Um, anyway, so that's, that's where I am with all that. Wow. Um, that's great. <laughs> and, um, so though it's time for that weekly to do. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. Always good to hear that. Um, so what was your weekly to do, Gene, and did you do it? <laughs> well, I and my weekly to do was. Uh, as I wrote it down, is announced the next photo challenge for Micro.blog. Um, now, technically, I announced it when we talked about it on, on the weekly review last week. Um, I, I didn't do what I had intended, though, which was to write a blog post announcing it and explaining how the 24-hour day-in-the-life photo challenge is going to work. But but I did tell Manton and also at least two other people that we were doing it. But that's that's splitting hairs. That was not really what I intended to have done. So I'm rolling that one over to next week because um, we want to do it, I think, October 13th, 14th. And this is still a good enough time, you know, in advance to announce it. But if I let it slide another week, I'm pushing it. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. And uh, I think my weekly to-do was to unpack mm-hmm. just so I could turn around and repack, <laughs> um, which is which I did accomplish that and got that done. So that's, that's good. And then my next weekly to-do – oh, I know what it is. I have uh, a cup – I have a – an iPhone to send back for recycling mm-hmm. and or trade in or what have you, and I also have an old TiVo and I found a place that will uh, that they resell old TiVos, mm. so I am packing that up and sending it back. So those will be 
it'll be trade-in trade-in week at at the Dempsey household um so that those will be my weekly to-dos it's it's a it's a twofer okay um but it's a theme it's theme week <laughs> Putting oh, stuff in boxes and shipping them out of the house. That's, <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah, it feels good when you do that. Um, get things along, get things on their way to their next home. Absolutely. And also feels good that uh, neither, like, they'll either be recycled, taken apart for parts, but they both are working perfectly fine, so they may just get sold used. So it feels good that it's not just going to turn into e-waste mm-hmm. immediately. One day it will, but but that's on somebody else's watch, so that feels kind of good. Cool. Um, and uh, so you had mentioned uh, before the show that uh, you've kind of changed a bit how you're using uh, drafts and do to manage your to-do lists and what have you. And so uh, could you tell us a little bit more about uh, what you've been doing? Sure. Um yeah, so I've been using Do forever as like a little reminder app. I just found it easier to set little reminders on it than the Apple um, built-in reminders app. And I can clearly remember when Greg Scown introduced it to me while we were like parking a car in San Francisco and putting money in the meter like you used to do. And... He said, we should remind ourselves when this expires. And then he pulled out this app, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So uh, so I've used it as, you know, straight-ahead reminder app. But then over time, which this is, you know, at least a decade, um, I started to use it more like a to-do list as well as reminders. Um, so, yes, if I park a car and I need to remember to come get it or put more money in the meter. I use do for that still. Um, but those are little one-off things. Um, I actually use do um, with repeating things that I need to do every week or sometimes every three months or something like that. Um, and I also use it for to remind me to to finish a project, actually. You know, I have noticed in myself that sometimes something will slip my mind. And if nobody sends me an email or I don't read something that reminds me, I, I might forget, you know. And and that is a hazard of not having regular reviews of to-do lists. But, you know, I wasn't reviewing them anyway. And But with do, I could put something in there and that way it generally gets done in the next couple of days. So that is good because I, here's what I love about do is it's very easy to snooze the reminder for a certain amount of time. And so it's works really well for things that you know, you want to get done say on Wednesday, maybe Thursday at the latest, but you can't put them in your calendar, you know, because they're not calendar items. They're, they're things to get done at some point. And so by having it pop up, that, you know, either reminds me to sit down um, and start doing the thing. And I, I don't actually dismiss the reminder until it's done. I don't, you know, if I, if I would check 
done on it when I sat down to do something that wouldn't that wouldn't count <laughs> that wouldn't be right. too great so yeah usually I I park them for an hour to three hours during the day and that usually gets done during the day so um so it's kind of cool and now I'm definitely in the habit now and so I added it to the weekly meow is that I check do um all the do reminders that I have just to see maybe there's some that could be deleted that I didn't realize, you know, I had already mm-hmm. took and, taken care of. Um, or, um, you know, they just remind me, Oh, tomorrow I need to, you know, send this edit of something out. And I also need to go to the UPS store or whatever. And what I like about it is that, if something comes up and I've slotted it in a time that conflicts with something else on my calendar, I just say, oh, I should move it to, you know, either before this appointment or after this appointment, or here's a really good time where I'll be able to get it done. And so I like that flexibility, um, flexible and easily changed. So um, Very nice. Yeah. You, you use it, don't you? Do? Yeah. No, I uh, I pretty much have I use Apple Calendar and uh, OmniFocus. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you uh, put money in a parking meter and you have to be back in an hour or you'll get a ticket, do you have any tricks for not getting a ticket? <laughs> yeah, I would just I would either set an alarm or a timer on my phone or my watch. Yeah, especially because that like. Some things like that are to do's. I kind of want to maybe ha- like because I can archive the stuff and whatever. But I really don't care if I remember that I put money in a parking meter mm-hmm. a while. Like th- I'm not going to look back on that and say, "Oh yeah, I did that." Um, and anyway, if you name the alarm mm-hmm. park parking meter, mm-hmm. then at least forever after, whatever I first named an alarm. It sticks around, and I never change the name anyway. Um, (laughs) So, like, my 3 o'clock alarm might be called parking meter for the (laughs) next 10 years. Um, Because I really don't care what the name is for the most part. Sometimes if it's something like a parking meter, I want to remember why I set the alarm. But mostly, mostly if an alarm goes off, that's enough of a reminder for whatever it is that I needed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's that's what I tend to do. Um, No, and that then, makes sense. Um, and then the other thing I do in OmniFocus is I've started <clears throat> kind of using the flag. I think I mentioned mm-hmm. this a few episodes back um, to kind of be just the check-in of here. Like, here are the three things I'm trying to get accomplished today. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, you know, because – when you're looking through like your whole list of projects and all of the next steps, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So just kind of hitting a little flag on them. And then, you know, um, usually if you pick, if you pick wisely and enough, of like not too many things, usually you can get those accomplished and mm-hmm. then it feels good. But, um, yeah. And then for me, um, the forecast view in OmniFocus uh, shows me what's on my calendar for that day plus to-dos. So that's been very useful for me. Mm-hmm. 
And then, of course, as we know, there are periods of time where I don't do a review for weeks or months. And <laughs> <laughs> and then that none of those things are particularly useful. Um, <clears throat> but it always feels better when I come back to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what's... I think that's how do has bubbled to the top for me, is that it never... It never bothers me to look at it. I never go, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you know, whatever. I only put things in there that I really can't forget to do. <laughs> so, and uh, they, um, and I also have learned like that there is a limit um, to how many things I want to track and do because after a certain amount of time, amount of things, you know, it's starting to, you know, get dangerously close to one of those things that annoys me too much. I stop looking at it or I turn off its Mm -hmm. alarm or something like that. So, so I think that's what's helped me. Um, I, uh, so yeah, I've been really super happy with it. And um, a few times, just in the last week or so, um, because it works for me, works very well with drafts where, you know, all kinds of writing and little notes to myself get like dumped and then um, either acted on or, or completely forgotten about because that's okay too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then tot where I'm putting, you know, I only have seven slots for things. So anything that gets a slot in tot is um, important. But uh, I've been using it primarily for project, little project you know, checklists. And both of those things, so drafts, I remember when drafts got a Mac version, and I was so happy because it changed my, uh, you know, use of drafts, that once it was on the Mac, then anything could go in it because it would be available on any of my devices. And, you know, for writing longer things, especially, it's a good chance I would use the Mac. So... Um, Tot didn't start out exactly, but it was a Mac app that was free, but then they um, charge for the iOS app, and then you have it synced between your devices. And so that was, you know, first I used Tot, just the free version, to sort of play around with it. And I, you know, I have faith in the... uh, our, our friends who make Tot, uh, the um, I, the Icon Factory folks, that oh, I'll I'll probably get a lot more out of it if I do get the iOS version, and I do. So that's been great. And then just the last few weeks, I was like, I wish there was a Mac version of Do. Then life would be like perfect. I would have <laughs> my three tools on all my devices. And each one working, you know, in its little niche in my uh, meow system. And before the show, I mentioned to you, like, I would like to talk about do, because the way I've been using it, I realize, like, I use it as a calendar slash to-do list. And um, it works really well for me, um, you know, for for that. Like, I don't use it as, like, a, a calendar oh, you know, I have to go to this event at this time or whatever, things that are really um, actual events. But 
I use it, I guess it's like a daily reminder. I guess, it, you know, it's, it's a reminder list, you know, that is um, also a chronology, you know, going forward. So you don't have to read the whole list every time. <laughs> you can um, just, you'll, you can see very easily what your, your due items are on, um, for today. So when I, I was saying to you, oh, I wish there was a Mac app. And I said, is there a Mac app? I don't think there is. I think I would know. Well, I didn't know. It does exist. It's on the App Store. It's $15. I bought it immediately <laughs> for the show. So I can't really speak about using it on the Mac. But my I am so happy right now uh, to have learned about it and... I also, if anybody from the Do team is listening, um, when did you market this? <laughs> and how, huh. I mean, I appreciate that there's not much uh, selling to me, in, or zero, really, they, in the apps. But you, you could have pushed it a little harder <laughs> to me. I, I would have bought it. And I did, as I said, I just bought it right away because I'm such a fan of the app. Um, again, I think $15 to go to a developer who's, who's created something that's been so important to me is, is no big deal. So, yeah. So it's a happy day for me, James. Um, I'm really excited. I can't wait to start making do items right on my Mac. Excellent. Or checking them off. This is, I think this is why I wanted it, or it occurred to me. It's like every so often I don't have my iPhone handy. Mm-hmm. And I and then the main thing that, you know, I miss when I'm on the Mac and the iPhone's somewhere else in the house is something like do, really do, only do. <laughs> and I'd be like, ah, oh, well, I know when I get back to my phone, I'm going to see I'm, I missed some alarms and I'm going to have to you know, snooze some things that whatever. And now when it's on my Mac, I mean, not only can I add things, but I can see things and check them off before they ever bother my phone. Ah, yes, that's true. I find I, even though I do, I mean, I do more and more stuff on my phone or my iPad. I still, the Mac is, is my primary like productivity machine mm-hmm. um i just always feel more comfortable getting things done there mm-hmm. um well it's a and it's a lot of little things um that just seem easier or are more familiar to me like we have a long list of things on the mac you can like type ahead and it'll select to the right thing in the table or the list mm-hmm. and if you're using your finger on the iphone or the ipad um you can't, you know, you, it doesn't have that. You got to swipe and scroll all the way through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so just there's like maybe two dozen, three. There's like a lot of little things like that that just make me feel much more productive on the Mac. And then I know you can put a a keyboard and onto the iPad and especially that bigger one that has a little trackpad. But at that point, why don't I just use my laptop? Yeah. Um, you know, like the whole point for me of the iPad is to use it without the keyboard. Um, mm. 
<clears throat> for the most part. Uh, anyway, that's always awesome when it's across all of the items. There have definitely been times where I have not gotten a particular solution because it wasn't available um, on iOS and the Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really important to me, and uh, that's one of the things that drew me to uh, OmniFocus. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a happy day when you find out that uh, that the product that you were wishing for it already exists, and you can just buy it immediately. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So it not only exists, apparently it's existed for two years. So it's not even a brand new product, probably very stable. <laughs> and I'm excited to, to that, play with it. That's fantastic. Um, and uh, an episode or two ago, we talked about the, the newly announced Apple devices, and they are now... Out in the world, um, I got my uh, iPhone 14 Pro, mm-hmm. and my trip was down to Disneyland, so I got to take a lot of new uh, photos with the new camera. And I have to say, it's really nice to have like an optical 2x zoom mm-hmm. back, because um, essentially the the main camera now has four times the pixels, mm. and so what they do is. Uh, they just take the it's almost as if you like the camera automatically crops to the pixels in the middle that kind of give you the furthest shot so it's um but there's one pixel per pixel so you're getting the same full resolution that you would in the past mm-hmm. um so anyway um the photos i took so i've been looking through them a little today they came out really amazingly well i'm still getting used to this always on screen which is kind of it's weird Mm -hmm. Um, weird to get used to but not bad just weird um and how how are things with you and yours um well i also have the iphone 14 pro the purple is very cool i was impressed by it but it's hard to impress anybody else with it because it's so subtle <laughs> mm-hmm. you really had to be in the right light and i'm re- you know rarely so uh, re- really haven't shown it off as much but that's okay it's just a personal you know secret between me and my phone how cool it is um but here's what i wanted to ask you because I knew I was just going to buy the phone, given that I was already on the Apple payment plan, and it sounded like it had stuff that I would be happy to have, but I really kind of forgot. <laughs> I'm a bad uh, Apple device nerd. Um, I kind of forgot what was new. I mean, the 2X Zoom mm-hmm. is one of the things I knew, but I last night I was at a family gathering, um, extended family gathering. So my nephews, um, you know, who are 22 and, and 18, I was show, trying to show off the phone, but as I said, purple doesn't really uh, flash. And then I said, well, you know, what else is new about it? And I'm like, um, 2X optical zoom, <laughs> and which d- doesn't, you know, really compute for them. You know, they don't. And I and I couldn't think of really anything else to show them. I tried to demonstrate the dynamic island. <laughs> yes. And that is also kind of a personal thing between me and the phone. Like it's cool to me, but it doesn't if you don't know what you're looking at, it's not that cool. 
Yes, I have been enjoying and getting used to the digital island. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually tweeted today because for some reason, a song that I don't even remember ever putting on Mm -hmm. was stuck in now playing in the digital island. It didn't seem like like going into music and stopping it. Like it didn't seem to want to go leave the island, (laughs) Um, even though I was trying to vote it off the island. Um, And then, I don't know, finally I did something and it went away. But uh, I think that might just be a bug. Um, Also, I wonder how that song started playing. Like, have I been (laughs) sleep listening to music? I don't know. Um, But yeah, so the digital island. um, I mean, the camera is one of the biggest things like the 2x digital or the 2x optical zoom which is really part of using the kind of the 4x pixels Mm -hmm. um and um so usually when you're taking a picture it'll take those four pixels and kind of average them together into one so you get supposedly more detail so the size of the picture doesn't get bigger in terms of space, like number of pixels that you record. Um, it's still a, I guess, 12 megapixel picture file. Um, but the quality should be better. Um, that's what they say. Um, or if you take it raw, you do get four times the pixels. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I tried that a little over the, past couple of days and it takes like a second or two to actually save the picture mm-hmm. there's just so much data um let's see oh you know there's improvements to the video also uh, okay. like there's some active stabilization oh yeah i wanted to ask and like there's a thing called cinematic what is that too? what is that like do you know there's like video and then there's cinematic Cinematic is what they added last year where you're able to, I think, change the focus of what's going on in the shot as you go. And it kind of will focus (laughs) in and blur out the background. And then you can kind of – so you can do those cinematic shots where they're focused in on somebody far away. I see. And then then they focus in on somebody close up and it kind of does that whole – transition for you i've never used it okay I apparently just have, i've i've just seen the uh the marketing for it yeah so apparently not only i haven't used it i never even noticed it was there until i got the new phone so um but there's also uh like better image stabilization for video um mm-hmm. to get rid of shaky shots that's great they say it's almost like using it's almost as good as using it like a gimbal. Oh, right. Um and uh better low light uh pictures they say it's got the A16 bionic chip which means it can jump over fences going no that's a very old reference. Um to the 6 million dollar man and the bionic woman. Um, the battery's a little longer. There's no SIM tray. Oh, right. If you're in the U.S., it's all eSIMs. Um, and then just stuff from I. Oh, the always-on display is yeah. probably the biggest thing in I. Uh, the 14 Pro. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the 14 itself doesn't really get all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it. I think it's slightly faster graphics because they give you an extra graphics processor. It the the 14 doesn't get the new chip. The Pro does get the new chip. Mm-hmm. And um, 
What else? That's that's plenty. That's plenty. That's, that's a year's worth. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, the one thing that I have noticed is it seems like dictation is faster and more accurate. Um, like when I've dictated some texts this week, it seemed like just snappier and smarter because uh, I find it and nothing I dislike more than having to just spend more time correcting <laughs> a poorly translated um, dictation than I could have typed it out from scratch faster. Yes, I know that. I know that feeling. Well, the chip is faster than. Well, you're. Oh yeah, you're on the you're on the yearly upgrade mm-hmm. train. So, it is like something like fifteen twenty percent faster. So. Mm-hmm. Than last year, so it's possible uh, that dictation is a little snappier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, what else? I think that's those that's are the good. big highlights. That's good. Almost always, the thing that gets me is the is the oh, and there's the satellite stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're Oh you yeah, know, in the emergency, <laughs> it's hard to demo for your nephews. <laughs> yes, you have to go out to the desert, crash your car so that you get crash detection, and then signal a satellite. But I think the satellite isn't even turned. I don't think that's available until a later release this fall. Oh, so the hardware is in the phone, but the feature is coming soon. So stay out of the desert. For a few more months. Okay. No. Um, no high craggy peaks. Um, <laughs> yes, wait until that's all in place before you do your dangerous stunts. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, well, cool, James. Thank you for that update. And uh, I think that gives me a few more uh, headliners to, to try to impress the young people with. That's... <laughs> That's right. You need you need a cool Aunt Jean's phone. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any other uh, productivity or iPhone things you'd like to talk about this week? No, I think that wraps it up for me. All right. Well, then let's wrap up this episode so we can both get back to fiddling with our phones and getting <laughs> things done. Um, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can always email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you'd rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, helps us find new listeners, and it makes us smile to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the very next Weekly Review. Thanks. Some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun